I'm so thankful that God gave me different gifts and abilities. But there are also some gifts and abilities he definitely has not given me. To my wife's great chagrin, I am absolutely horrible at trying to fix things around the house or put things together. I grew up mostly in apartments. You know what we did when something broke down? We picked up the phone and we called the maintenance man. Well, I've got uh, six kids, so with eight of us in one home, living in an apartment wasn't really an option. So as a homeowner, I have had to attempt to learn how to fix things around the house. If you want to see a pastor lose his sanctification, come over and watch me try to fix something at the house. It's not a pretty sight. And sadly, at times, not a godly sight either. I'm so bad that even when I have instructions, I still struggle with putting things together properly. But imagine for a second what it would be like if part of the instructions were missing, or we were missing some of the parts that were needed. Well, it would be downright impossible to put anything together. 2,000 years ago, the disciples were upset because Jesus was going to leave the earth. I mean, they could barely get things right when Jesus was with them. But what if Jesus went missing? What if he really did go back to the Father like he said he was going to? How would they ever manage? The very night that Jesus would be arrested, he gathered his disciples together, and he said something to them that must have just shocked them. In John 16, 7, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Can you imagine what the disciples were thinking? It's to our advantage that you leave us, Jesus? Now, why did Jesus say this? He said it because leaving to be with the Father meant the Helper would come to them. Who is the Helper? The Holy Spirit. Now, catch this. Jesus is saying that he was with them but the Holy Spirit would be in them. Jesus wasn't with the disciples 24-7. But at Pentecost, in Acts 2, the Holy Spirit would indwell them, which meant that they would have God with them at all times. And guess what? It's true for us as well if we know Christ. We have the Holy Spirit within us. If we're in Christ, and what does he do. What is the role of the Holy Spirit? Well, Peter tells us in today's passage. Let's take a look. 1 Peter 1, verse 2b. It says, In the sanctification of the Spirit. You and I are being sanctified by the Spirit. You see, sanctification is a word that literally means set apart. The Holy Spirit set us apart at salvation, but also the Spirit helps us live set-apart lives each day. The ongoing sanctifying work of the Spirit empowers us to become more like Christ. How? He convicts us when we sin, which leads to repentance. He guides us to take steps of faith, and He helps us understand the Word of God, and really so much more. Remember when I mentioned that it would be so hard to put together something if there were parts missing? Well, our lives can be put together because we don't have anything missing. 
We have God's word and we have the spirit who helps us know it and live it. I heard this years ago and it's always stuck with me. The spirit of God uses the word of God to produce men and women of God. Friends, we don't have anything missing. But we must choose today if we will pick up God's word and if we will take the steps the Spirit of God is leading us in today. That's how the Spirit sanctifies us. So how about it? As Galatians 5 puts it, will we keep in step with the Spirit today? Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your holy and precious word. The Spirit of God is using it. Every time we pick it up, using it to help grow us more and more like Jesus. May we have the courage, may we have the faith to keep in step with the Holy Spirit today when he moves in our lives, when he nudges us, when he guides us. May we in obedience follow his steps. In Jesus' name, amen.